0: Episode 17, Healthy Paranoia. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome. Good afternoon. Uh, It's a foggy Sunday afternoon in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm just about to jump into my car and drive to Charlottesville, Virginia for a business meeting. It's a... very hectic. It's been a very hectic Sunday. But anyway, I don't want to miss recording my episode for the day, especially because it was it became especially relevant, this topic, today. So it's about healthy paranoia that I want to talk to you about. And Andy Grove, who is actually a Hungarian-born a CEO who, who ran Intel for 15 years, very successfully, he, he created a, a, a mega Fortune 100 company out of Intel, So Andy Grove wrote a book titled Only the Paranoid Survive. And it's about, uh, this book is about the inflection point, the strategic, regulatory, and uh, competitive inflection points that can kill a company and that almost killed Intel and how he navigated that. But I take this paranoid idea further than that. I think for any entrepreneur, it's a very useful skill to have a degree of paranoia, what I call a healthy degree of paranoia or healthy paranoia with which to operate. And let me explain this. I mean, let me explain this with uh, with uh, with a personal story. Several years ago, uh, I think it was early 2008, uh, I was working with my colleagues. Uh, I was still running the investment banking firm that I founded and owned. And we were working on a big uh, buyout, uh, leverage buyout uh, deal. And uh, it was a bit of a financial and uh, piece of financial engineering, and it wasn't straightforward from the tax perspective. It wasn't straightforward from the accounting perspective. And we were helping a client out in the uh, countryside of Hungary, and they trusted us with this transaction. This was a, a novel thing; no one had done it before. It was a, a leverage recapitalization of a Hungarian company, construction company. And we were making good progress with the deal. We lined up the banks uh, who were willing to finance it. The client was excited to take a big chunk of money off the table without having to sell the company. And everything was moving swiftly until the accountants were brought on board by this client who was in the countryside. It was a very successful company, but from a small town. And the accountants there had not seen several structures And they were very uncomfortable with it. And they tried to talk the client out of it. And most of it was not apparent. I felt that the accountants were asking questions. They were a little bit standoffish. But it wasn't obvious that there was something wrong with this. Now, what happened was uh, there was a a meeting that I could not attend. Unfortunately, I had a conflict and I I really couldn't get out of it. And I just couldn't go there. Uh, I was relatively relaxed because a friendly attorney was there who was very smart, and he always helped us uh, move things further. He was there, and I sent one of my colleagues, one of my close associates, to the meeting. Now, when they came back, I spoke with my associate, and I asked him how things went. He said, everything is is going fine, everything was fine, we are moving ahead, no worries. And we left it at that. Uh, and after a couple of days... I suddenly started developing this, this sinking feeling in my stomach that, that something is not right with this deal. I was I was expecting to talk to this this client. They never called me, although they didn't promise that they would call me. But somehow I just had this uh, that this feeling. So I I give uh, I put in a couple of calls. I called the attorney, and my uh, suspicions and my feelings were amplified during that call. And then I called the, the tax accountant. And essentially, I figured out that something is really going wrong. So I uh, called the client, I went to see them, and it turned out that indeed, uh, essentially, the accountants um, and and the tax advisors down in this in this small uh, city, small town, they were really uh, against the deal and they were trying to undermine the deal. They told the client that we were out of our debts, we couldn't do this, and it was not going to work out, and so on. So... So I, you know, I got to work immediately. I I called the client. I asked for a meeting and and managed to straighten things out. But as I found out later, it was really a a hairbreadth chance that we rescued this deal. This deal could have tanked very easily. It was very close to it. And it was a very expensive deal. It was uh, half a million dollar, close to half a million dollar deal for us. So that was one case when my paranoia really uh, rescued me. And there were many other cases when I woke up in three o'clock in the morning and I suddenly thought about a client that I have not talked to for several weeks. And I realized that, that maybe something is going wrong there. I have to call them. And sure enough, I called them the next day and it turned out that they had some misgivings about something, that they were don't know how to, how to raise it, or they developed some kind of a mistrust. And I had to address it and I could address it. But If I didn't have my antennas up, if I didn't have this sixth sense developed, this healthy paranoia, then I would have missed this. And obviously, my paranoia was not always well-placed. Sometimes I overreacted to things. Sometimes I worried about things that were not worth worrying about. But in most cases, I would say 7 out of 10 cases, uh, my paranoia was always a good alert, a good indicator. And the reason I bring this up is I had a call with, with my clients, um... One of my uh, CEO group members, and he is planning to do an exercise, and I'm not fully uh, in the picture of what what it's going to happen, what is going to happen. And he just wants me to to take him, or his, take his word that it's going to be fine, and he's going to do it fine. But I, I have to ask questions. I'm paranoid. I don't want I don't want surprises. I I hate the surprises. I want to be aware of what's happening and and make sure that I have some room to maneuver if things are going wrong, I have some, some buffer to rescue things. So I think being healthily paranoid, it doesn't mean that one is pessimistic. I think it's just the opposite. There is uh, the saying that expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And I very much believe in. I think, actually, that's a great strategy. Some of the the greatest investors of our time, like George Soros and, and uh, Warren Buffett, they also proclaimed that as long as you take care of your downside risk, your upside is going to take care of itself. So I do believe that it's very important for a leader, for an entrepreneur to always be a little bit paranoid about the risks facing his business or her business, because that's going to uh, save, uh, save them. That's going to save us that we are super sensitive to risk, because uh, if we are, then we're not going to go out of business. We're not going to lose too much money. And as long as we are not losing money, Soon enough, uh, trial and error—we are going to end up making some money. So again, a healthy degree of paranoia is very useful for an entrepreneur. It may not be the most endearing personality trait for for the outside world. It's not going to make you popular if you're paranoid. People will think that you're overreacting to things. You're you're over, you know, concerned about things. You're analytically about things. But but trust me, it has served me well and it's going to serve me well. So my question for you uh, today is, uh, how do you protect your downside? So what do you do to make sure that no major loss befalls you, no major risk? You don't get exposed to a risk that you cannot control. What do you do? What is your uh, modus operandi on this? How do you handle these situations? How do you prepare for it? How do you monitor it? Uh, Give me some comments and I'll respond to all the comments and uh, look forward to hearing from you. And I also look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archived podcasts and transcripts. And IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com. To download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.